All right, how's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Alright, this week we got a lot to talk about, so there's a good chance we'll split this up into two episodes, which I do whenever stuff goes long. Anyway, I just split the stuff we talk about at the beginning, and then the actual Batman episodes we talk about. Um, and that, that might happen here today, we'll we'll see how it goes, but it probably will, because we got a lot to cover. Um, obviously, we'll talk a little bit about maybe some of the movies that we've seen. We got to talk movie swamp, Batman news, and then we're going to talk about our top 10 TV shows of the decade um, for the 2010s. I know we're already into 2020, but oh, it doesn't matter. It's, of, it's still, yeah. yeah, it's close enough. We're only a few yeah. days into it. So we're going to talk about our top 10 TV shows. Um, and then we're going to talk Batman animated series. We've got four episodes to talk about. And it, we we're all, we we cover basically every part of the Batman animated series this week, we we talk we cover bad to to great to good. We we got everything oh. that we're gonna talk about. So uh, it's gonna be fun. The four episodes we got, we got I've got Batman in my basement, Heart of Ice, and the Cat in the Claw two parter. So there's gonna be a lot to delve into with those. But to start it off, Ian, um, there there's not a ton of news. I don't feel like, but but there's a little bit. Apparently, there's yeah. a rumor about the Pattinson bat suit. I saw that. Yeah, going around. I wanted to get, wanted um, to get your thoughts. So there's some there's some artwork going around that that could be uh, somewhat of a design. Yeah, um, it looks like very much the Batman Noel suit, which I am not a fan of. Uh, me neither. It, it looks a lot like Batman from uh, the Injustice games, where yeah. like the the cowl has kind of like the the gravings around the eyes and stuff. And I and I hate that look. So I hope yeah. it's nothing like that. I mean, this is not, even if it was something like this, it wouldn't be like, oh, this is terrible. You know, no. it, it wouldn't like kill anything for me, but I would be a little no. disappointed. Yeah, I mean, it's us being nitpicky, like, but yeah, it's, it's little details. I mean, but again, like the, the bat suit is so like iconic and so important that like even we, we talk about all the time, like ear length can make a huge difference. It's like little details really uh, like tie the whole suit together. I'm like. Unlike really any other like superhero, maybe Spider Man, I can think of you know. I think Superman is another kind there, of. There's some little details, yeah. But uh, I mean, we've seen when the little details are wrong, the whole Superman suit looks stick bad. out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, that, that I agree with that. Um, yeah, yeah, not a huge fan of this. To be honest, I wouldn't be against them just using the suit from Batman v Superman. No, was, that suit was great. It was the best part. <laughs> why, why can't we just use that suit? That suit was so good. Let's use pro- it in a good movie. The problem is that, like, and this is, like, my only, like, kind of worry with Robert Pattinson is that he even if he... needs the muscle suit. And I don't think... Yeah, and I don't... Because I don't think he'll bulk up. Even if he did, like, do the rigorous, like, training and stuff, I still think his body type just will never be... It won't. Like, like it, Ben it Affleck won't. was. It, no, oh, well, definitely not. It's definitely never going to be, like... uh like Ben Affleck's, that's definitely not going to happen. So, yeah. yeah, I think he's going to have to have some sort of um, armor in his um, in his suit. Unfortunately, which I don't mind. It's fine. Um, it's fine. Again, uh, my eyes will make up for it, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Um, and then I know they're they're about to start shooting. I think within the next two weeks. Yeah, so, yeah. and I know we've already seen stuff of uh, 
you know, we've seen some extras casting things coming out over in England. Um, Definitely a funeral setting at one point. Yeah, some locations it looks like they're going to be shooting in um, at the Cardington Sheds and, and stuff like that. So everything's just kind of coming around, but there's not really any other Batman news other than that. Yeah, nothing big. Um, and th- there's not really any other news. It's kind of every. It's still kind of holiday season. Yeah, it's still kind for, of a slow for everything. Period. So I guess that's good. Back. We don't have to spend too much time talking news because there's not really a whole lot of uh, Batman or superhero news or anything like that. Um, okay, so uh, now we can talk about some of the movies that we've seen recently. This is easy. I haven't seen any. It's easy for me. I've seen two. Uh, that uh, not not movie swap. Again, holiday season, not a lot of, there's a lot of other stuff going on. Haven't spent a lot of time. I've actually been re-watching movies more so this past week. Same, yeah. I mean, I, like, I, I finally bought Creed Two on Blu-ray, nice. which is just a crime. Like, I hadn't seen that since the theater, and it was just one of those oh, where wow. I loved it, but I just hadn't re-watched it yet. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, so finally got that and rewatched it, and it's, it's so great. Because <laughs> the reason is because uh, we watched... You know, you got to watch Rocky Four uh, for Christmas because it's a Christmas movie. And after that, I was like, man, this really makes me want to watch Creed Two again because it's just a direct sequel of Rocky Four, pretty much. Yeah. And um, it's so good. I mean, it's not it's not quite up to the level of the first one, but man, it comes close. It is a fantastic movie. It knows exactly what it is. It adheres to the Rocky formula, which some people might find that a problem. Is it? It, it sticks to every it just it hits all the beats like it doesn't try and do too much it doesn't try and recreate the wheel it sticks with what works and that's what's been so good with the rocky franchise is they have found what works and they stick with it and you yeah. add a few different things a few new characters you're doing it now with creed and and yep. with bianca they then get engaged they you know they have a kid like there's all this stuff and then you bring in the drago stuff you humanize the ivan drago character yeah um, Dolph Lundgren does an amazing job. I forgot the guy's name, the fighter who plays his son. Oh, he's yeah, outstanding. Even, he was really good. He I doesn't like even speak. More. He hardly speaks, but he's so good when he's in the ring at conveying this like rage, but like vulnerability and like hurt yeah. at the same. It's so it's such a good performance from a guy who's not an actor and was just a fighter who got this role. It, it's a powerful movie, as I think many of the Rocky movies are. And sure. it, 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 you couldn't ask for anything better in a sequel to Creed. Anyway, I, this was not a podcast talking about Creed too. I just rewatched <laughs> it and I was all hyped up about it. Um, it's okay. Seen a couple other things. I did watch, I did rewatch Fighter with My Family, which we'll talk about um, yes. a little bit later on. Um, that was one I needed to rewatch that I hadn't seen since theater. Saw it a couple times in theater. And I hadn't nice. seen it then since then. So I'm, so I really needed to rewatch that. But uh, I did go and see Little Women. Last I was surprised. Night, uh, yeah, I was. That was one where I didn't really think anything of it. I haven't. I never saw any of the other movies. It wasn't really my thing. My sister loves the original movie. Oh yes. Um, but it's never been anything I've seen or cared about. Sure. And then all this hype was going around for this movie. Like it was all getting right. ridiculously high reviews on everything. And it's directed by Greta Gerwig, who people which, love. So yeah, which I have not seen any of her movies. None of them have appealed one. to me. Um, well, whatever. It, it, Lady Bird never appealed to me. Everyone said yeah. it's great. Nothing about it made me want to watch it. Um, but anyway, I hadn't used my AMC A list thing in like two weeks since Star oh, Wars because yeah. just nothing's been out, and I haven't. I'll I'll see Uncut Gems this week at some point, but 
Oh, will you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it I gets enough buzz, and I need to use my things. So, if I um, if I hadn't seen Good Time, I would have. But now that I, I yeah, know what to that's expect. why I haven't seen it yet, to be perfectly yeah. honest. But I I I want to see Adam Sandler. Sure. I love Adam Sandler, and and he doesn't get enough credit for being a really good actor, and it's that's nice true. that he's finally getting credit for that. So I want to see it just for him. But again, I'm with you. I'm not a Safety Brothers fan. So it and everything I've heard about it makes me just think it's just another Safety Brothers movie. Uh, uh, yeah, because everyone says this movie is just an anxiety trip the whole time. I'm like, right. no, Which thank is, you. That's Vince all that's... good time is. Yeah, I'm like, I, I've seen it before. I'm good. So that's what worries me. But I'll probably see it just because there's nothing else till this yeah. next weekend and 1917 comes out, which I'm so mad it hasn't come out yet. Every time I, I see trailers, I'm just like, why? Why is this not out yet? Freaking critics were reviewing this in like October. Why is this still not out yet? And then it's going to screw up our list because like, it definitely would be on the, the best of our year. Right. But then technically we're not going to see it until 2020. Then we're going to forget we saw it in 2020. <laughs> it's just in this weird like limbo, like Lone yeah. Survivor and other movies under the bean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm just angry right now. I'm going to be angry until the stupid movie comes out. Yeah, I want to see that most. I do. But anyway, Little Women was good. I liked it a lot. I was okay. impressed. It's not a type of movie I tend to see. It's not a type of movie I tend to care about. But but it was good, and and the reason is it's because of the characters and the dialogue. The dialogue was outstanding. It, it was the most real. It was one of the more real movies I've seen in a long time, with just characters and the way they interact with the world and each other. It was just done really well, and it was interesting because they didn't tell it linear. They told a very weird. It was a very weird. Like it wasn't even. I don't even know what the exact style was but just the whole movie it constantly goes back into the past and then into the future but you're never confused the editing was outstanding the directing and editing were so good where it was constantly flashing going from flashbacks to flash forwards to there's not really a present day it's Hmm. just kind of going all over the place interesting but you're not really confused like you're able to follow with nearly the entire movie and it's like subtle things like the color grading is much brighter and warmer in the past and it's much uh, darker and bleaker in the future like little things like that are done that there's little like character things like at one point joe the main character cuts her hair off so mm-hmm. when they're cutting between a very identical thing going on in two different time periods you can I, you can tell which one because of that like there's a lot of those little things done well and all the all the people in it were good I uh, sure. I liked the people in it. Um, even even uh, Emma Watson, she was all right. Emma Watson was really good in this movie because oh, wow. she doesn't do a lot, but sure. she plays kind of the quirky life of the party okay. type character. But like every time she's on screen, you're completely fixated on her. Like she's just center of attention. She doesn't mm. really have as much dialogue as most of the other characters, but. It's done really well. She does anyway. She was. She, I liked her a lot in the movie. Um, I, I don't even know how to pronounce the main girl's name. The girl from Lady Bird. Um, so, uh, Sorcha Ronan. Yeah. yeah, she's really good as the Joe character. Yeah, people love her. Um, Liza Scanlon as Beth was good, and then I didn't even realize Florence Pugh was going to be in it. Oh, really? And then, and I had watched. Like, look, I have missed her somehow. I only she, know her from fighting with my family. Well, she literally, I mean, like, this was, like, her breakout year. This is, like, when yeah, everyone discovered her. but it's all movies I haven't seen. Yeah. So, I, like, then I'm, like, I, I saw her in this. I didn't even realize she was going to be in it. 
It's like, oh, because I had watched Fighting With My Family the night before. It's like, oh, she's in this. Good for her. And then I looked and I was like, oh, she was in Midsummer and all these other movies that were big but I didn't see. I was like, oh, never mind. This is like her breakout year. Um, Yeah, I assumed that was the reason you saw the movie. No, I had no idea. (laughs) Fair enough. Until... uh, until that, but uh, but she was great. She was my favorite part of the movie. I, I, I her. love her. I liked yeah, her a lot. Great. Um, and uh, anyway, Laura Dern was really good as the mom. Meryl oh, Streep sure. obviously was was great as the aunt. It was Meryl Streep, yeah. But it was fun. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. I, well, I I probably okay. won't watch it again. Sure. But like, if I was home and my mom or sister or someone were like, "We're watching this," I would watch it. So yeah, I, See, I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, because there's been all this great praise about it, not surprising. Uh, the only reason like I haven't had any desire to see it is because I saw the original many times. My sisters <laughs> and mothers right. made me rewatch it all the time, and I hated it, especially as a, a little boy. It's of the course. most boring thing ever. So I have no doubt that eventually when my sisters and mothers discover this one remake, I will eventually see this movie. I'm sure like, you will. Sure as day. Or so. your sisters will be like my sister and refuse to see it. My really? mom went to go see it and liked it, but my sister refuses to see it because she's mad they're the remaking original. it. Yeah. So, right. so I she's, that. Uh, she's not going to see it. But anyway, it was good. Um, it okay. was good. Then I watched Outlaw King finally last night, which uh, I think is why Ian's mad. Yeah, I'm very mad because that was literally – like not only was that on my movie swap <laughs> list, but after I saw your review and you talked about Florence Peele, I'm like, oh, well, that's totally the next movie I'm going to pick for you. But no. <laughs> yeah, that's why I watched it. And, uh, anyway, so I watched that last night, finally got through that and, uh, I liked it. Didn't love it. I thought it was good. I thought the editing wasn't very good. Um, Hmm. that was my one flaw. It lags a lot to where you're you're, like, you're not very interested because it'll tell you what's going to happen, but then it won't happen for a long time. And they'll still like talk about what's going to happen. You're like, okay, I don't really care anymore. Let's move on. I don't know. Yeah. Like, cause obviously it's impossible not to compare it to Braveheart, but the, like, and I don't know the way Braveheart goes through kind of a rebellion thing is just a much more interesting idea than this is mm-hmm. already. Just, just already the idea is more interesting in Braveheart than this. Oh, sure. So, I mean, you know, that obviously I, I'm trying not to compare it to Braveheart cause it, that's not really fair, yeah. but, uh, I don't know. There's just many parts in this movie where I don't know. Nothing's really happening. And nothing's really gonna happen. So, like, it's a very simple story, which, you know, is great. And that's that's easy to do. But, I don't know. There just wasn't a lot there other than the amazing battle scenes. And then, you know, a few other good interactions. Obviously, yeah, I, I, I thought Chris Pine and Florence Pugh were great. great. And I thought that was going to be... It's very weird. Because you're like, he's very old and she is not very old. And this is really this is really creepy, and I know it yeah. was, but it's still creepy. Sure. But they did it, 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 like they 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 played into that, and it it yeah. worked, and so so it, it was worked. Like marriage. they eased yeah. you into it, and so that that they did a good job with that, a really really good job yeah, with that. Well, their chemistry was really good. It was. Um, it was. Although I haven't seen Chris Pine with bad chemistry with anyone. That's true. I mean, women do love him. Like if you, do. If, you do. if you go back and read read the text from Olivia Munn, it's like, my God, okay, uh, <laughs> those are a bit much. But I, I see why you know women in Hollywood love him. But um, no, I agree. Like it, it starts off strong because you know starts off with Chris Pine, and then the whole his relationship with Florence Pugh is really good. And then yeah, then it really kind of 
kind of stagnates until you until you get to the final confrontation, which right. is a great battle. I thought oh, the battle it's, was, it's awesome. Like no CGI, all like practical blood Wait, it squids. is? Like very little. I mean, there's some. How can there not be CGI with the horses falling into that pit? No, there was. There was some like overhead, okay, like of the of, like the wide shots of the whole battle. There is, but in terms of, like while they're fighting in the like the the muck and thick of it, like yeah, that's all like real. And again, you got like blood uh, squibs going off. Looks great, but um, oh, yes, it does. But I think one of the reasons why it kind of feels like it lags is that I think originally the director who did uh, Hell or High Water and did this. Um, it was originally supposed to be either be like a trilogy or multiple movies about the whole Robert the Bruce like kind of rebellion. Okay. So, because like this movie isn't the full story about his rebellion. Like, right. It, it kind of ends, and you're like, yeah, we were just getting started. <laughs> exactly. And like, I don't know if they are ever going to do the follow-up movies. I mean, I kind of hope they do, but it's like, yeah. yeah, that's kind of why is that. Whereas Braveheart was the beginning and end of William sure. Wallace. Sure. So sure. that's why you feel that full story. And I think so another I, another problem is. I don't know. William Wallace looms so much over this movie and then is never yeah. seen or heard from. So you're kind of like, well, I'd rather just kind of see that part. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Something about them already being nobles is just yeah. not as interesting as the full on rebels coming up and going after the king and stuff. Yeah, I agree. I would have liked a little bit more of a tie in to Braveheart because, yeah. like, when, when they go into the town. And they all of a sudden bring out, you know, William's uh, like arm and they, they yeah. mount it like I, I had almost forgotten that like this is supposed to take place right after William Wallace is executed. So I would yeah. like a little bit better like tie in again. You know, they I, I know they can't really like make it a Braveheart sequel and, and they're not like, you know, they don't want to just. Oh, like I totally it a, get it. I mean, I, but, I get the decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, but it was good. Yeah. Again, the battles are incredible. You you were not uh, kidding with that part. It's great. It's yeah. awesome. I wish there was more of them. Um, uh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought there was something else I was going to say about it, but now I don't remember what it was. Anyway, but it was good. It was good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I finally I finally got to that. Now I need to watch The King. It's the other yeah, Netflix. Yeah, so that's on there. Don't, don't, don't jump the gun on that one. <sighs> Dang it. Okay, fine, fine. Um... Anyway, so that's all I've seen. Literally this week, the only movie, new movies I watched were Little Woman and Outlaw King, which I both watched yesterday. So nice. Yeah, I, I haven't watched any new movies. I rewatched Warrior, of course. Uh, <laughs> that's one I do not watch that movie very much. Oh, I have to. I don't I gotta. because it's too. I don't know. There's certain movies that I'm I, I are too big like to me. There's very few movies sure. that are that impactful, and I don't want to like water it down by watching it a bunch. Mm-hmm. So, so I just there's certain movies I just don't watch a lot, even though I love them, and that's one of them. I'll it's pull funny it out because like every now and then, and get the full weight of it each yeah. time. It's funny you say that because like after rewatching it, like literally today after I rewatched or after I watched uh, Fire with My Family, I'm like, man, I really just want to see the ending of Warrior, but I'm like, I can't do it. I'm like I can't, <laughs> right. I can't cheat like that. I have to yep. watch the full movie, get the full weight. So when you get to the ending with the national. Mm-hmm. The, the, the tears start flowing. It's I like, want the full weight of that every time. I can't do it. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, so that's that's always kind of kind of interesting with that movie. So it's it's one that's one of my favorites of all time, but not one that I watch all the time because of that. that. Um. Anyway, so I guess we can get into. Uh, you want to do movie swap first or our top TV shows? I want to do movie swap since we've already talked a lot about it. Okay. All right. So for movie swap this week, Ian watched Finding with My Family and I watched Turbo Kid. Um, you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first since we've already kind of uh, hinted at it. Yeah, I watched Finding with My Family. It's, it's great. A movie. 
it is it is, it is very good uh, <laughs> i was surprised about just how much i enjoyed it um that's what it, all the reviews say of all the non-wrestling fans that watch it, it. again because you know me i've never watched a single wrestling match in my life that's so annoying <laughs> it's uh, most people i feel like i'm gonna get you to watch at least something oh no i gotta um, find i gotta find the perfect one to get you to watch my god <laughs> But no, it's like the, the movie itself. You know, like the, the, as soon as it started, like I liked it. Like just the, the, I mean, I love British comedy and I love Stephen Merchant and stuff like that. So I mean, like the whole the whole cast is great. Obviously, we talked about Florence Pugh, uh, who I'm quickly like is becoming one of those people who like anything she's in, I'll see. Yeah, she's um, good in everything. And like, another, I, I another, thing, another thing, another thing. Yeah, me too. I had no desire to see that before. But uh, another thing. I, I obviously I've liked I've I've loved I love this movie, but I never thought of Florence Pugh as really that attractive. Just oh, from, she is. Just from this movie, and then yeah. I saw her in Little Women, and I was like, "Holy crap, she's way more attractive than I than I well, ever thought." Well, well, it's funny you say that because I, I I've always found her attractive. Like because I first saw her in Outlaw King, I'm like, "Oh, she's very pretty." And right, then I right, saw right. her like you know interviews and stuff, and then like even in this movie, I thought she was attractive, even with the black hair and and. I mean, um, I, I still you know, like, think she's attractive, but it was never. I, I didn't didn't really care just from this yeah, yeah. movie, and I, because probably because Paige is more attractive than she oh, is. Oh yeah, in real life, I saw that. Yeah, I was like, okay, she is. So that's probably why. But yeah. then seeing her in like other, you know, now in other things, it's like no, 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 no. She's she's very attractive. Well, I'm glad it works on you because like that was like maybe my only little problem with the movie is that it kind of do does what every like high school movie does where like the nerdy girl with glasses is an ugly one. And, and usually it's like some beautiful actress who they just put glasses on and like, here, just act like nerdy and homely. But, and, right. like, and that kind of happens to this movie where of course all the other girls are like models and like bikini swimsuit models and they're gorgeous. But it's like, it's still Florence Pugh. She's still pretty. And they're acting like they're calling her like freak and stuff. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> like let's not go too far. But I mean, right. that's just my only little nitpick about sure. her. I have many nitpicks with this boot. Um, oh. oh, I'm guessing all wrestling related. They're they're 90 percent wrestling related. Um, <laughs> so we can talk about that in a second. But uh, sure. continue to talk about it. The, the oh no! I mean, I I loved everyone else. Uh, freaking Nick Frost. This is my daddy. favorite Nick Frost of all time. I might agree too. I mean, he's it's great with Simon Pegg, but he's so good in this. But I love. I've always loved Lena Headey, who's a mother. Oh, yeah, she's uh, obviously, she's a great actress at Game of Thrones. I've always had a crush on her, but she's so good in this. Um, but the, <laughs> them the them table... together is some of the best chemistry I've ever seen. Oh, it's so funny because you tell they both just love it and like think it's so funny. And like the, when they have the in-laws over for the dinner party, is uh, <laughs> they're, they're the best Merchant. part. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen but, Merchant's um... like token character is the the preppy kind of parent stuck up conservative not even parent. stuck up but yeah yeah, yeah like no. the conservative uh parent who's just Pearl shocked clutching. by everything like that, yeah, that, yeah. that is his like go-to character but they're, but the yeah but lena Heaty and nick frost are so good in that scene and they're, and they're good in the whole movie but uh but i also really like her brother um yeah. i forget the actor's name but he was a uh, who's tom a hardy's jack, it's jack Lo- uh, loudon jack loud that's right yeah he was a uh, tom hardy's wingman in dunkirk uh oh, i saw him in another is movie he really he is, yeah. He's the one who gets shot down oh, and then dang, uh, rescued. Oh, dang, I need to see that again. Yep. Uh, he's really good, and he's one I definitely want to see more of in the future. But no, it's, it's just a really heartfelt story that I liked a lot. Um, obviously, Vince Vaughn is always great. That I mean, Vince Vaughn, I'm so happy we're getting to see him in more stuff yeah. now, in good roles, like in Hacksaw Ridge and now yeah. and in this. But this is 
perfect Vince Vaughn. It is right here. Is this type of character? I mean, it it's the dad. It's you know, it's it's his character from old school. I mean, it is it is Vince Vaughn to a T. Yeah. Anyone who can go in and just systematically slaughter someone else with words <laughs> in the most deadpan way possible is mm-hmm. just the that I could watch Vince Vaughn do that and nothing else for an entire movie. Absolutely, but I also like that he's still not like a jerk about it. He's no, not he's still like, like a like nice, and you yeah. still like him. Yeah, and they, and they gave him a little bit of a backstory too. That kind of that kind of works in the end, um, yeah. where you kind of see that you know he's actually a good guy and stuff like that, and he's been through some stuff. But no, uh, no, I I really enjoyed it from like start to finish. Uh, I I can't really think of anything that I didn't really like about it. I mean, it's definitely one I'm going to show the rest of my family because I don't think they've seen it, and I, I, I I've no doubt they'll like it. Another cool thing is during the press junket for Ford vs. Ferrari, um, I don't remember which interview it was, but I was watching a bunch of them just because I, li- I liked hearing about that movie and the mm-hmm. making of it. Uh, so I was watching a lot of Matt Damon, Christian Bale inter- interviews during the press thing. And they were talking about, and one of them asked him about movies they've seen this year. And I don't remember what Matt Damon said, but Christian Bale said this movie was his favorite no movie kidding. of the year. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Which makes well, not... sense, Brit. You know, British, yeah, yeah. British movie. And and this is one that he said that really stuck out and he really liked. And Matt Damon like didn't know about it. And he's like, yeah, oh. yeah, it's great about this wrestling family from England. And well, so I'm not Chris- surprised. So Christian Bale likes this movie too. I'm not surprised at all because Christian Bale has like one of the best senses of humor. Like uh, when Ricky Gervais hosted the Golden Globes and was just slaughtering everybody and everyone was getting pissed <laughs> they panned to christian bale and he was just laughing his ass off and i'm pretty sure he made fun of christian bale at one point uh, but he but he loved it so, so i'm not surprised it's funny you mention that because i watched uh jeremy john's uh top 10 and top 10 worst of the year and uh this was one of them it's like it just shows you how like yeah like everyone who sees this movie likes it yeah a few nitpicks uh oh, okay they cut out like her entire career in this movie Right. She does not go from nobody to winning the championship. I was going to say, I don't know anything about wrestling, but I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have done that. Yeah, that's definitely not. She was a massive star when yeah. they brought her up. This is what, like, what happened is they have this developmental system called NXT, but it's not like the way they portrayed it in in the movie. I mean, it yeah, is like, the like they filmed like... at the at the performance center and all that stuff is a part of it. But there's right. a whole show that NXT does. Now it's on two hours on USA every week and it's a full fledged show that they do weekly. And it's been going on. It started when she was there. They started doing that back in 2012, 2013, something around there. And she, and they, they did their first paper, like pay-per-view events. And she, she became, she was the first ever NXT women's champion when they okay. introduced the title. And then at the first NXT TakeOver, which was their name of their pay-per-view, she had a match with another wrestler, Emma, and it basically kick-started this women's revolution in wrestling where women were used as legitimate wrestlers because they put on one of the best women's matches I've ever seen. And it was okay. it was the time for me when I was like, I've never seen a women's match like this. And it was her and Emma. And so right. she was on NXT for over a year like as the champion putting on amazing matches and becoming a big star. And then the, the raw after mania, after WrestleMania 30, she, she appeared, but everyone already know knew her. Gotcha. And then, and then she, she got to one top. I mean, it was still a huge deal. Cause that does not happen for oh, someone right. just to be brought up and to win like that. But it wasn't at all like in the movie 
where it just came out of nowhere and yeah, like she was a big star her. already. Yeah. Um, so that was one thing. Um, also that whole, the way it goes down is not at all the way it was in real what, life. The fight? Yeah. That whole match, like she doesn't go out and, and get scared and freeze and not say anything. Like she, she talks the whole time with AJ Lee, who's up there. Yeah. And, um, so, I mean, some of that is the way it happened, but, yeah. um, you know, so that, that was kind of a little weird, but I know why they did it. Cause they did it to set up the scene from earlier. So, I mean, yeah, I, mean I, know, yeah. I know why they did that. Of course. Um, and then I don't know why, like a uh, little thing. I don't know why they changed the ring gear. She's not wearing the same ring gear page did. And Zelina Vega, who is playing AJ Lee is not wearing the same ring gear. AJ Lee is it's, it's, oh. it's like, it doesn't matter, but just why would you not? That's such an easy thing to do. Right. And I don't know why they don't. Um, and then she doesn't make a speech like that at the end. Um, I figured too. So they're like all that they change. But again, I mean, I get it. I get, I get, I get changing all that for the movie. Um, I don't. And then I know just for time wise, they couldn't do the whole NXT build up, but I kind of wish they had at least shown like, no, she's, she's a star already. Cause, yeah, because like, during I feel the montage, like, like people starting to like her. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that would have been a little, a little, a little better. But again, I know why they did it. They did it for time. You don't want to draw yeah, it out too long to so, make I mean, it make it more of like an underdog type of Cinderella story, I guess. Right, right. But uh, and then they don't mention that she got injured and it had to quit wrestling. Um, like when this movie came out, she had got injured about the year before bad neck injury and had to quit, oh. had to retire from wrestling. So they didn't mention that either, which I was kind of oh, surprised wow. they didn't put that in at the end. Yeah. But, uh, I guess they want to keep on a happy note. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of that they wanted to keep. It Cause then they, they, then they might worry that like, that would like make people think about the speech that her and Vince Vaughn has when, you know, he talks about his brother being a journeyman and getting injured and right. maybe they were worried to be a little bit of a downer. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, that that's true. But other than that, everything else is pretty is done pretty well, like pretty accurately and done well. Um, all the other, Thanks. all the other stuff with the family and, and the start and all that stuff is. Yeah. I mean, like done, the footage, like they show at the end, like they copied some of the dialogue, like word for oh, word. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, because they filmed a documentary was filmed on the family, a full fledged gotcha. documentary that came out in like 2012 or something like that, 2013. Okay. And so, uh, that, that's how this movie then got made. Like the rock saw the documentary, Obviously, ah. he's in with WWE, so like he knows two pages and stuff, and uh, that's and then he he saw the documentary was like this would make a great movie, and reached out to Stephen Merchant who knew nothing about wrestling at all. Oh wow! Before making this movie, and that's which funny. just goes to show, but again, that that's the best movies. The best movies are not sure. necessarily about the thing; it's the story of the characters, and yeah. then it's it's put in whatever you know whatever box. It, it is or whatever package it came in but but yeah no it's it's fantastic and this is one of those this is such a rewatchable movie in my opinion. oh yeah like you can yeah. like you can watch this over and over and over because it's just so much fun yeah, and it's and absolutely. it's hilarious that's one thing we didn't even it talk is. about enough it's so funny like <laughs> you, you like you just die laughing multiple times throughout the movie pretty much anytime nick frost is on screen you, yeah. you just flat out laugh I think I laughed more at Vince Vaughn's one-liners, probably the most. Um, oh yeah, or, like, or or like when she first like gets to the hotel and meets the girls at the pool, and like, oh my god, I love your accent. And they're like, read this. <laughs> and he's just reading about like 
orphans being burned alive and they're like oh it's so sexy yeah that is, that is great but at the beginning when nick frost is talking with the other wrestler and it's like hey would you take a trash can to the face yeah. he's like well what does it feel like and he just goes bam and just hits he's like kind of like that yeah <laughs> that whole like, scene yeah, I'll do is, it. That is so funny that was good oh man anyway so uh a little bit of stuff a lot of fun on- yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of stuff on this movie. Um, four st- or it uh, what was the stars? It's got a three and a half star average on Letterboxd. It's got a ninety two percent critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and eighty two percent and eighty two percent viewer or a user rating. And then IMDb, it's got a seven point one rating. It was it had a budget of about eleven million dollars. And oh, wow. it made just it made about thirty nine million dollars. So for a okay. smaller, you know, almost pretty much indie type movie like this, not bad. Yeah. Did pretty well. Yeah, yeah it's, it's smart to keep it a low budget. I'm surprised it was that low. Yeah, well, they made the movie because this was not made by MGM or anything else. Like this was made by Seven Seven Bucks, the Rocks Studio, and then oh, okay. it took them a while trying to sell it. Yeah, yeah, so you know that he bankrolled a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, so The Rock did a lot of the... He was a massive producer for this thing. Good for him. Um, so, yeah, really, really good movie. Definitely yeah. recommend... It's definitely an underrated one for this year that I would recommend oh, yeah. going back and seeing, for sure. Yeah, we have to put it on my list for this year. Um, all right. Now, I watched Turbo Kid. Ian, I don't <laughs> even know what you told me to watch. I have no idea what the hell this was. From what? start to finish. I'm watching this whole movie. I'm like, I don't know what this is. This is the most bonkers thing it is <laughs> i have ever seen and i still don't know what i really think about this movie okay i didn't really like it all that much okay but the more i think about it the more i respect a lot of the stuff done in it uh-huh because it's literally just again the weird it's so weird to try and describe this movie because <laughs> it's a futuristic wasteland movie set in 1997 because yeah. <laughs> it, it's literally a movie this is not an 80s nostalgia movie this no. is like an 80s movie yeah a movie a movie made in the 80s it's not when... a movie made about the 80s it is a no. movie made in the 80s like it's the it's just the weirdest thing i've ever seen it's literally like if you had found this movie buried underground and it like it had just been made in the eighties and was never seen, and you popped it in, like, oh, okay, yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's so that's what that's why I like it. I don't like, I, like, I, I, again, I hate eighties nostalgia. So the fact that this again feels like the movies that because I love a lot of movies from the eighties, but I hate all the movies nowadays. Are like, look, that in the eighties, remember the music, remember the pop culture. Like, I hate all that. Yeah, so just wait till I get you to watch Ready Player One. Oh no, I'm dreading that. But Good um, Good movie. I like it. But I mean, it's so weird because like you talk, they don't explain. It's it's post-apocalyptic, but they don't explain anything. Nope. Somehow, all the cars and basically like mechanics of the world have have died. So everyone rides bikes to get around. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's very strange. And then like you have this, I don't know, I don't know you call him like a warlord, I guess. I mean, it's very type of Mad Max, you know, yeah, where uh, yeah, Michael Ironside is. It's like, all Mad Max. Yeah, where Michael Ironside is like the leader of this gang, and he you know, terrorizes everybody. And there's a few rebels that kind of, you know, 
evade them and stuff. But there's this one random kid who just survived on his own. Yep. It's basically Ray, if you think about Ray from Force Awakens. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, he, and he meets this girl named uh, Apple. <sighs> Don't tell me you didn't like Apple. I couldn't stand her. Oh, I wanted what? her to die the entire time. Oh, I loved Apple. That's she the worst so movie cute. character I've ever seen. Oh, my God. I hate her so much. I well, literally no. could not watch the first few scenes with her. I, I just had to skip through them. I was like, I, I can't stand this character. It's so heartless. I'm sorry. I couldn't. It was a little better by the end, but that is just, and, and it's done on purpose. That is the right. most annoying person in the world, and I hate that type of person. And it's just right. like, I really, really wanted it to come out that the person she was with, that dead body, killed himself <laughs> to be, get away from her. That would be funny. <laughs> I, I thought that was going to be it at the beginning, and I really wanted it to be, and then it wasn't. I was like, oh, well, that's kind of disappointing. Um, it would have been funny, but I, I liked her. My one – this is the problem with this movie, and, and it's a problem, but I know it was done on purpose. Who is this movie for? Uh, it's for too weird. stupid to be a, for anyone older than 12. It's for weirdos like me and like Sam Raimi and – and like, red letter media basically it's a kids movie and then they uh, have this ridiculous way over the top goofy gore <laughs> fest but this is a movie for dim-witted kids i mean that I it's mean, an 80s movie it would be like an 80s saturday morning kids movie exactly yeah but then they throw in all this goofy stuff so i'm just like who is supposed to watch this I don't. I don't know who it's supposed to. I. I honestly would have enjoyed it more if it didn't have the over-the-top gore stuff and was literally really? just like a kids' movie. Oh, you're so weird. Okay. I would. I wouldn't. I would enjoy that more. I'm not a big fan of the goofy over-the-top gore stuff. Anyway, okay. and uh, it was just so weird because anytime stuff like that would happen, it'd just be like, I don't know who this. <laughs> I don't know who this is for. Um, because it does. It has no logic in it whatsoever. Just like okay. a lot of kids' movies. Um, he just fall, he's been living in the same section his whole life, but then just happens now to stumble across this ship Yeah, that he's, he's lived in the same area where there's nothing to do for however many years and hasn't found this place yet till now. And then it just happens to be the ship from a made up character, but that actually is real well, real powers, yeah. favorite person in the world with powers. Yeah. And the suit just happens to fit him <laughs> and he doesn't like set up a base in this awesome spaceship thing. He just takes the suit and leaves. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's so many things like the guy with the, 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 um, robotic hand, the, no, the crazy, the crazy buzzsaw dude. Oh yeah. The henchman. Yeah. What's the name? He, he just reminds oh. me of the dude from Mad Max. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I blank. What's the guy's name from Mad Max? The, the big bad guy. Uh, the naked guy. Something humongous? Yeah, Lord Humongous. Lord Humongous, It yeah. reminds me of him. Um, oh, sure. But uh, he has this cool buzzsaw thing that shoots buzzsaws. Mm -hmm. But whenever he's, like, really close to someone, he never shoots them. And I well, don't no, understand. Like, he's, they're, they're all, like, hand-to-hand -hand fighting, and he's, like, turning the buzzsaw on and about to, you know, reach it into his neck, but the guy's holding it back. Why don't he just shoot it? <laughs> happens like again, three times it's like just shoot again, it there's no logic to it i know but it's so frustrating <laughs> for someone who thinks logically and it's just like just shoot him just shoot him oh there's so many of those moments but it's oh it was so funny because it was driving me nuts but uh, uh but like in but like in a in a funny like in a funny way and, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, 
now I loved um, freaking Indiana Jones. He was, oh, he's the best, the Australian guy. He was guy. awesome. Uh, my, my favorite part is like just a little scene. It's like when they're when they like capture him and uh, Michael Ironside is like fighting with his one henchman, and like the Australian guy like just gets a cigarette. He's like, "Do you mind?" And like Michael Ironside has <laughs> been like screaming the whole time. And he yeah. just goes, "No, go ahead, man." Like <laughs> it's just such a real moment. <laughs> that is great. Uh, yeah, that guy's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I mean, that is just one. That's just now, ki- it, kids movie, adult character, one hundred and one action person. Great, great character. Course, yeah. Like I liked him a lot. Obviously, Michael Ironside is just hamming it up like crazy and having the time of his life. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know what else to say with this it, movie. It's a weird it, movie. It's it nuts. It's insane. See, like, I, 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 I don't, I, I, I don't know what to think about this movie. I respect this movie for the passion and the legitimate enjoyment that was put in to making yeah, this. And I and I respect a couple of the characters, but it's definitely not one I'm going to watch again. And it's definitely not quite my, my, my cup of tea, but well, now I know. Cause this is one I like struggle with. Like I want to show people, but I don't know who to show it to. Like now I, I, I don't know either. I couldn't yeah. tell you. Like I have no idea. It's such, I, it's, it's, it's one of the most unique movies I've ever seen. I can't tell you that probably Kim Bird will love it because she loves weird movies like this. Well, yeah, 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 she probably would. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, it was it was ultimately it was it was fine. It was <laughs> fine. I didn't not like it. That's fine. You don't have to pull any punches. But it was uh, not for you. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Probably not for me. But again, like I like The Evil Dead, so yeah. Mm, weird. I don't know. I don't know. To each their own. Anyway, so that's Turbo Kid. Oh yeah, a uh, few things on that. It I clicked on it off the thing. It's like a has a pretty decent. It's like a three point five something around there on Letterboxd. Uh, it's got a six point seven on IMDb. Ninety uh, percent critic rating on wow. Rotten Tomatoes. Seventy seven percent audience score. And then, <laughs> here, you ready for this? I don't know what the budget for this movie was. <laughs> it could not be much. But it made $67,000. I'm pretty sure even in it still lost money. (laughs) So I'm not sure what the budget was, but it didn't really make any money. But again, because this movie was made for like nine Sam Raimi fans. Yeah, exactly. So this is the most niche movie probably of all time. Um, Oh, I'm sure there's some later ones, but in terms of like popular popular pop culture, for sure. Um, Anyway, so that's... uh, Whatever that turbo kid, yeah. Turbo yeah. kid. <laughs> um, all right. So now we got to pick our next movie swap, and I am having, I'm, I'm struggling with this because I don't know what direction I want to go to, Ian. I, I could okay. do class. There's, there's still classic movies. Um, there's, there's some mindless action movies I want you to watch. There's some comedies that there's several comedies actually that I want you to see. There's some like good, like these are really good movies I want you to see. I don't know what I want to go to right now. Want me to go first? Sure. All right. Well, since you had me watch Fighting With My Family, that was a very kind of female, you know, driven, not like empowering in like a condescending way, but, right, right, you know, right. but, but a good you know, story about a, a, a triumphant, you know, uh, experience for a woman and feature probably one of your favorite actresses. I'm going to do the same for you. Okay. And have you watch a similar movie with my favorite actress. And this movie... 
is one that like was on my radar. I heard about it, but I just never got to see it when it was at theaters. And then my sister was like, no, you have to see this movie. And I loved it. And it's actually one of my favorite movies um, of all time now is made on that list. So I'm going to have you watch Molly's Game. I knew it was going to be that. Yeah. This all is right. uh, written by Aaron Sorkin and his first movie directed by him. Really? Uh, yeah, his first direct. Okay, I didn't realize movie. he directed it. Okay. Yeah, and he, and he kills it. I mean, he knocks it out of the park. Um, Jessica Chastain is the best she's ever been. I mean, she's great in Zero Dark Thirty and other movies. Like yeah, you're, you're a big Jessica Chastain fan. And that's saying something because she is so good in this movie. But not only is she good, but her, her character and the whole journey she goes through. Like, I just, I empathize completely with her. And then Idris Elba's in the movie. He's great as always. He's He plays her lawyer. And the, of course, the dialogue between them with Sorkin's writing is amazing. But no, it's, it's like, it's a movie that will hook you from the first scene. And you'll see what I mean. Okay. All right. Cool. Very nice. Molly's game. Um, yeah. All right. Still struggling with what oh, I want to pick for you. But uh, all right, we've done a couple of comedies lately, so maybe uh, yeah, yeah. I maybe should go more in the. All right, here we go. Ian, do you want like a uh, like classic, like drama, good like like type serious movie, or do you want more of an action movie? Uh, let's go action. I don't feel like you're giving me an action lately. Okay, go an action movie. Um, hmm. Let's see. It'll be between these two. I feel like I already know what one of them is. All right, screw it. You're watching Cobra. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Cobra uh, is a horrible movie, but it is amazing. Oh, this is a great movie. Sylvester Stallone at his Sylvester Stalloniest. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, this movie is 100% a Sylvester Stallone movie, as much as Rocky is. I mean, it is... Okay, but Rocky's a this, good movie, though. This, well, that's true. Um, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure the story with this movie was the script was supposed. No, the script was supposed to be for uh, a Beverly Hill, Beverly Hills Cop. Like that was the original script, mm. but Sylvester Stallone didn't want to make it a comedy and wanted to make more of an action movie. That uh-huh. okay, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, Beverly Hills Cop. They that when that script was going around, they wanted Stallone for it, but he wanted to do more of uh, an action and not as much the comedy thing. So they ended up going with Eddie Murphy, but one of the one of the scripts or somehow, basically Stallone took kind of something like that and somehow turned it into Cobra. I'm okay. I'm not exactly sure how the whole story went, um, <laughs> but I mean he wrote this whole movie. Pretty much, uh, George P. Cosmatos directed it, um, which of course he did much better with like Tombstone, which again uh, isn't yeah. even him directing it. Um, sure. It's Kurt Russell, but uh, <laughs> but like he he had just done Rambo two, uh, First Blood Part two, and so you know okay. was with in with Stallone, and then they ended up making this just goofy, over the top cop, badass movie, and. <laughs> It's it's just so much fun. It is just so. It is not a good movie, Ian. It's it's oh, just great. not. But it is so much fun okay. to watch because it's Stallone just shooting people and and giving one liners and just being the most badass person ever. And it's 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 so much fun. Alright, we'll see. I, I may end up hating <laughs> you after this, but we'll, like, we'll see. I'm gonna put it into the this way. You remember the other guys? 
Yeah. He's got a Cobra poster in his apartment. Terry, oh, I, I know. Does. I know. I know the significance and the, and the influence of Cobra. I, I, I know, like, there's this one guy I follow on YouTube that's really funny, and he, he loves, like, the old classic, you know, Death Wish and um, yeah, Dirty yep. Harry movies, and mm-hmm. Cobra is one that he praises. It's oh, like, yeah. So I get it. I get the appeal. Yeah, so so you're watching, you're watching Cobra. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Quite different movies. Huh? Quite the different movies we picked for each other. Right, right. Hey, you said action. It was between that and Roadhouse, uh, and you'll get to Roadhouse oh eventually. Roadhouse <laughs> is great too. Oh, so good. Um, I, I only want to watch Roadhouse if freaking Andy Dwyer is recapping the whole thing. That's, I understand, but no, you don't. You want to watch it anyway. I'm telling you, Roadhouse uh, okay. is one I saw very late. I probably only saw it maybe a year or two ago. Finally, and it was so much better than I ever thought it was. From from from. <laughs> the the cult status that it has it was it uh-huh. was a lot of fun too so we'll get to that eventually but okay this week cobra all right all right so this episode's definitely going to be a two-parter i know and, uh, no matter what we do so we're getting into our top 10 tv shows of uh, the 2010 so ian um you want to go first you want me to go first because i got kind of a different format i'm gonna do uh you go first let's see what you've done okay for one i cheated okay and for number one I put my all-time favorite TV show of all time, Community, because it came out in 2009 and it was close enough and I don't care. So I'll allow it. that's number one. It's the greatest TV show ever made. Um, I don't want that, but okay. Three seasons that are perfect. One season that's mm, okay. Another season that's pretty good. And then another season that's yeah, okay. But overall, just for the first three seasons alone, it's the, be- it's, it's the best TV show ever. Donald Glover's Troy is probably the funniest TV show character ever mixed with Chevy Chase's Pierce. And then Danny Pudi's Abed is probably the single best TV character ever. Obviously Joel McHale leading the way. Fantastic. Allison Brie, um, Yvette Nicole Brown, Ken Jong, Jim Rash, and then, uh, Gillian Anderson, uh, Gillian Anderson. Yeah. All perfectly cast. They all mesh perfectly. Even all the little side characters, they're all hilarious and great. Anyway, fantastic. Um, okay. we're not going to talk too much about shows cause we got to get through, 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 you know, a good bit. Number two for me, Sherlock. Oh, Sherlock. I didn't know you like Sherlock. Oh my, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I've been, in, no, I've been a Sherlock Holmes fan all my whole life. I've read all that. the books. Um, uh, I've seen a lot of the old movies, um, from like the forties and stuff. And I remember um, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes came out. I liked those two. I like those movies. Can't really go back and watch them now after Sherlock. Sherlock has just blown everything out yeah, of the water. And I didn't think it was going to at first because it was modern day. And I was like, you can't do Sherlock Holmes in modern day. It defeats the whole purpose. Oh. I didn't want to see that. And like texting sure. and stuff, I don't want to see that. Sure. And so I didn't watch it when it first came out after the first season. But then so many people talking about it and everything. It's like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll give this a shot. And before the second season, I watched, and holy crap, man, this is the best Sherlock Holmes thing that's ever come out, ever. Oh, for sure. And it's it's just outstanding. It is so good. Even through season four, which a lot of people didn't like as much. Yeah, I didn't to like me, season four. It's not as good, but it's still good. And sure. it's it's such a great show. So that's number two for me. Number three, Daredevil. Yeah. Amazing. 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 Just, I don't know what else I can say about that show. Just the, the perfect superhero was- show. Yeah, the fact that it was canceled is is a crime against humanity. I mean, it is. 
It is, and I mean, that's we're, not we're, that's not uh, that's not hyperbole. It is a crime no. against yeah. humanity. I mean, the fact that we're about to have more seasons of Titans than Daredevil. <sighs> Titans, one of the worst written shows I have ever seen, yeah, compared yeah. to Daredevil, one of the best written shows I've ever seen. So it is so good, <sighs> so good. Captures Daredevil perfectly. Perfectly. Um, Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. It's just, oh, oh it's 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 so good <laughs> to me. Yeah. First season, still the best season. I agree. I, I don't like that he doesn't have the suit in the whole first season. Sure. I get it, but it's annoying now because that's the best season, but he doesn't have the suit in it. So it's like... Well, I even wish... the third season, third season is great, but he, I don't think he wears the, the suit the whole third yeah, season. Yeah, you're right about that too. They really yeah. hate that suit. Um, they do, because it sucks, because it looks so good. It does. Uh, and, I, and we still love the second season, don't get me wrong. It's, it's nowhere near as good, but second season is still good, but... Yeah, hang on just one second. <laughs> stupid cat alright so <clears throat> yeah so Daredevil number 3 great great show um, number 4 for me Blue Mountain State Okay. Blue Mountain State's great that come out, no, that did come out after 2010. 2010. Wow. And it did two seasons happened in the year 2010. Wow. It, it came out they it started in like February and then uh it came back in like the fall for season 2. Only 3 seasons, which is a shame. I would have liked to see them get through all 4 of the college years. Yeah, you um, would think. Yeah. Uh, but it was canceled. And then they did make a movie uh, a couple of years after in 2016. They did a whole Kickstarter. It was really cool, actually. They literally did a full-fledged Kickstarter, raised, a f- uh, I don't remember how many million dollars, um, nice. and self somehow got the rights to the characters and stuff, I don't know how, from Spike, and then made their own movie. The, the, crea- the creators made their own movie, and it's horrible. Oh. Movie is awful. It is, yeah. It's so bad. because they usually are. They don't have any of the sets. Uh, no. They don't have any of the same camera equipment. Like so, everything looks different. All the sets are wrong. Um, they did get pretty much all the characters back, but it's basically just this big party thing, and it's not. It's just not good. One of the best things about the show. It's the most irreverent show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but it's it's funny and it, it's cable TV, so they can basically do anything except like female nudity. And they can't say the F word. Right. And that's pretty much it. But when you can't say the F word, it makes a show with this much sex in it that much funnier. Because they have to really? use so many other words when talking about it. Which, to me, is actually funnier and creates better writing. Um, surprisingly enough, tons of male nudity, but no female yeah. nudity is allowed. Which is kind of strange. Uh, it makes no sense. Yeah. It really doesn't make any sense. But uh, anyway, that show's goofy, ridiculous. I just finished rewatching it uh, like last couple weeks ago. Um, it's a lot of fun. Five Stranger Things. Mm. Really like Stranger Things. First season is amazing. Uh, yeah. The other two seasons aren't quite as good. I think it's slightly taken slight steps back in each of the three seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there's having a fourth, and I really don't see how the show can keep going. So I'm a little worried about it. 
but uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a show that they can't go on for too long. I mean, like shows that are too as... based on one story are tough right. to do to keep going. Um, yeah, it's like no one to quit. But like just for the first season alone, fantastic show. Uh, oh. Ian Ian hates it because it's eighties nostalgia, which I love. No, I, I actually I I love the first season. I I've had no desire to see the other two seasons, but the first season is fantastic. Second season is still really good. Yeah, um, I've heard that. Third season was fine. It was still yeah. good. It's still you know I mean I'll watch the fourth. It's not at the point where I'm not going to watch it yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, six, The Mandalorian. Really okay. like The Mandalorian. Only it's one good. season has come out, but I like it a lot. Sure. Same with my number seven, The Boys. Oh, boys, yeah, I thought about playing that one. Really liked The Boys, uh, the one season. Can't wait for season two. Really, really nice refresh. We've talked about The Boys before on the show. Really nice refreshing take on superheroes in this day and age. Yeah, perfect timing. Um, And again, before, just The Mandalorian was just done really, really well. A couple of problems, forced healing and Yoda using force. I don't like, but everything else. And then, yeah, a couple episodes, not great. But other than that, everything else is great. Nice to see Star Wars done like Star Wars. Properly, um, yeah. Can't wait for more. Number eight show that everyone forgot about Minute Work. Minute Work. Minute Work came out on TBS 2012 to uh, 2014. It's a sitcom, and it's about these like four friends who work at a magazine company. Okay. I don't even know how to describe the show. I haven't watched it since it came out. But again, Ian, I I don't watch TV shows. This is one of the few shows I've seen all I've seen all the way through. <laughs> oh, okay. Damn. Uh, oh. It was it was fun though. Um, I think it's funny. It's let's see who's in it. It's got I need to look up people that are in this thing. It's uh, has the guy from oh yeah it has a uh, Danny Masterson um, from that '70s show. Oh okay. Is kind of the main character is Milo. Michael Cassidy is hilarious as Tyler, Adam Bush, and uh, James Leisure Ledger. I don't know. Anyway, those are the four main characters. I don't know how it's described. It's a sitcom. I remember hearing about it, yeah. It's a funny show. Okay. Um, again, my, these are such slim pickings. I should have prefaced the, it with this. I've seen a grand total of 27 TV shows, at least one season of. That's um, crazy. I don't watch TV shows, and most of that them are fun. older than this. Uh, I get that. Number nine, even though it's com- it jumped the shark years ago, Arrow, I still put on here. Sure. The first two seasons of Arrow, some of the best TV I've ever seen. I, I get that. For that alone, I put it on there, even though I've, I've, it, it, it's, it's horrible after that. Hey, um, hey, I've got a couple like that here. Number ten, the Goldbergs. I like the Goldbergs a lot. Watched the first okay. four seasons. Haven't seen it since then. I didn't have a reason for stop for not like for quit watching it. I just, yeah, it just fell off. Yeah. I just haven't caught up with it since then. Um, hopefully, will at some point. But I enjoyed it again. Eighties nostalgia show. Like it a lot. Like the characters in there. Um, okay. so those are my 10, but I like, look, I, I'm just going to mention some of these other shows cause just to see how few I've actually watched all the way through here. So that's all that's, I put that as my favorite shows. Then I decided to be like, what are shows I have at least seen all the way through? So these are the other shows I've seen all the way through the human target, two seasons, okay. really yeah. good show. M- very mad. It was canceled. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that a lot. Mark Valley and Jack Earl Haley are great. Uh, the Witcher, I almost wanted to put in there because I yeah, really, really like the first season of The Witcher. Have you seen that yet? Yeah, I finished it this week and I love it. It's great, isn't it? It's awesome. Are you, and I'm surprised you love it because you're not really into fantasy. And it is heavy fantasy, which is, is why I love it. It, it is. is. And it was very confusing. 
But uh, yeah, it wasn't for me, but uh, it was until it. like by the end, it ties everything sure. up finally. But like through most of the episodes, you're like, wait, where are we? Who is? The- oh, she's from there. Oh, OK. Like, he's from there. Got it. Like I knew it just because, you know, me, the, the Nolan fan that I am, like and he does that with all of his movies. Like it's, the first episode, like when like they're evacuating the castle and like the uh, Mossack guy comes in and he's like, oh, he's gone. I knew they were talking about the Witcher. I'm like, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. Yeah, yeah, I missed all that. But, That's uh, fine. But, really but it does good. a good job where if you keep watching, it, it yeah. does clear everything up and, and oh, you yeah, get it yeah. eventually. So You don't have any questions at the end of it, really. Right, yeah. right. Um, so I like that a lot. Constantine, yeah. only at a half okay. season, but I really enjoyed it. I know they brought him back for Legends of Tomorrow. I don't care. Um but, but I liked him. I liked Matt Ryan's take on Constantine. I thought he did a really, really good portrayal of the character. Um, and I was disappointed it was canceled. Same with The Cape. I watched oh, the, cape the Cape half a season. Bad. Underrated. Not a great show, but it was fun enough. And I was mad that it was canceled when with nothing resolved. Yeah. So I have annoying. no idea what, what happened with that show. Um, the Defenders had just one season. It was fine. Okay. Fine. Not great. Iron yeah. Fist. I saw. Okay, so that's all the shows I've seen all the way through. Now they're oh no, Iron Fist had just one season as well, and it was fine. Um, fine. So those are the shows I watched all the way through. Again, not many. Uh, I'm okay. No most of them are short things as well, because I get disinterested with TV shows a lot, as you'll find out. Um, Young Justice, I wanted to put up there, but it jumped the shark, so mm-hmm. I can't put it up there. The first season is incredible amazing first season of Young Justice. Second season, not as good, but it's still good. It's still good. Then they brought it back, and I was really excited with the DC Universe brought it back, and it's just awful. A lot of people love it, but they're wrong. It sucks. <laughs> and I couldn't even get through the whole third season. I quit watching after like four or five episodes. Okay. Um, Then The Flash, again, first season of The Flash, amazing. Yeah. Second season was okay, and then I quit in the third season. Yeah, don't care anymore. Downhill. All right. Um, I uh, I watched Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched the Why? first two seasons of Riverdale. <laughs> two seasons. My All God. right, Ian. This is this is why. A bunch of my roommates at the time. One of my roommates, uh, was on a flight, and that was one of the only things on it. And he ended up watching the entire first season. It was like an international flight, and he watched like the whole first season of Riverdale. And he came back and was like, "Guys, you have to watch this show." It's one of the worst things ever, but it's so addicting. And anyway, so I ended up watching the first season. And I'm telling you, man, the first season, it's terrible. It's a terrible show. But it, but the first season's interesting. It's like this murder mystery thing. And and it's it's fairly interesting. And then the second season, there's another mystery thing. And it's, it's like the whole time you're sitting, you're like, I know this is just awful. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> but CW. I kept watching it. And uh, I did quit in the third season. I watched like the first couple of episodes. And I was like, okay, I need to stop. It's yeah. no, I, I got to <laughs> stop this. Um, terrible show, but I did watch two seasons of it. Uh, God. True Detective. But again, just watched the first season. Haven't That's watched the second or third season, but the first season is amazing. Yeah. Definitely something I need to rewatch. Uh, the following yeah. I watched. Okay. Yeah. This is a, an example of a good idea that can't last. Right. It's pretty good in the first season. And then once that's resolved, they try and keep it going. In the second season, I watched the first episode. And it's like, no, there's no <laughs> show anymore. This is terrible. Yeah. Oh, boy. Same thing with the 100. Another show okay. that I watched. I watched that by accident. 
again, because of Arrow. So I'm like, that's how I watched the 100 because it was like the third season of Arrow and I was still watching it like live every week. Okay. And then this came on after it and I just left a TV on once and it was like episode two of the show. And I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting premise. Like the future, the world's been wiped out by nuclear war. There's one community of people living in a like a space station, like orbiting the planet. And there's no crime allowed. They kill you immediately if you commit any crimes unless you're under the age of 18 and then they imprison you. So the whole prison's kids and they're running out of life support finally after like 100 years up there. So they start sending the prisoners down to Earth to see if it's inhabitable and they send 100 of them down. And that's like what the story is. And it's pretty interesting. But the end of the first season, the whole thing comes to Earth and then it's just like post-apocalyptic generic on Earth and it's still going. And I quit after that because I was like, the, the premise is gone. It's not interesting anymore. Uh, the Punisher, first yeah, season was what? good. Have not watched a second season. I haven't either. Yeah. I know. I don't know why. I just haven't gotten I mean, the to fir- it. I didn't love the first season. Um, I know everyone did, and I'm, like, I'm glad it was well-received. I thought he was better on Daredevil. Um, I love I John agree Bern- with that. I love John Bernthal as the Punisher, but like my problem with the show is that – what. They didn't really feel Punisher at times. No. Like the Punisher kills criminals. Like he just wipes yeah. out gangs and mob, and like he doesn't do that in the show. And it's like no. what? he does it literally in the first episode, and he he doesn't do it again. And it's like oh come on. He also has the Punisher thing in the first episode, and then burns it at the end. And you're like what? Yeah. You're like what? Yeah, I don't know why like shows and movies do that nowadays so much. Uh, no, 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 they don't anymore. Like, yeah. like, like the CW ones are full on all the costumes and everything, and it's great. That's and true. I wish, yeah. I wish all of them could have been. Like I guess like that. Daredevil, yes, yeah, like they never wanted them to wear the costumes. It's like, come on. Speaking of Netflix shows, Luke Cage watched first season of that, and then didn't yeah. watch the second season. First season, either. the first half, of the first season is great, and then oh, yeah. after that, it just really tanks. After Cottonmouth is gone. Yeah, well, as soon as they kill Cottonmouth, yeah. When, Mar- when Marshall Ali is gone, it it doesn't recover after yeah. that. It's, he's it's, he's it's too he's good. too good. It doesn't work yeah. after him. And then, yeah, and then the, yeah, because the villain they got, no one cared. Uh, American Horror Story, not a show I ever thought I was gonna watch. No kidding. But the first season is really good. Very messed up. Very sure. messed up. You feel sure. like a horrible person for watching this thing. <laughs> but it's interesting. And then I watched the first two episodes of the second season. I was like, I no, I didn't even. I watched the first episode of the second season. I was like, nope, I I I can't do this show. And I. I don't care about any of these other seasons, but the first season was interesting and was okay. was pretty good. Um, Titans watched the first season of that. Sadly, yeah, we talked about that. That's yeah. all we need to say. Um, Terrible. I think I watched the whole first season of Man in the High Castle, but I don't remember if I okay. got through the whole first season. But I know I started it. Yeah. And same with Mindhunter. I I've watched uh, like the first to. five or six episodes. No, like five episodes. And then again, I just don't watch TV shows well. Uh. And um. But that's it. Those are the that is every TV show I've watched at least a season of, in this entire decade. Well, that's crazy because it's probably the amount I've seen this decade alone. Like, like I can easily you mean this year alone. No, not this year. I mean, oh. maybe like the last couple of years. But like, I mean, I like I'll try with a bunch. And then, I mean, shows I've seen all the way through. Yeah, aren't that many because yeah, like as soon as it dips or whatever, I tend to mm-hmm. jump ship. But um, but no, uh, going down my list, I had to condense mine. There was a bunch I. Oh. Had to leave off, unfortunately. Nice. Uh, some some that come to mind are uh, Luther on the BBC with a uh, Idris Elba. He's okay, a, yeah. uh, a, a inspector detective in in London. And it's really good. That's where like that's where I first discovered really Idris Elba. I was like, this guy is 
is like end all be all, but um, really good show. Uh, Rick and Morty, really fun show, a show I didn't think I would like because uh, I don't really like Futurama or The Simpsons or anything, but it's a really clever and fun show, really funny. Community's um, better, better Dan Harmon show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's Dan Harmon. Yeah, of course, they're partial to community. <laughs> um, but no, like my favorites going out of list, uh, ones that you mentioned, obviously Daredevil. It's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I've, I I need to go back and rewatch all of it. It's yeah, that good. Me too. Um, True Detective and... Literally, True Detective is literally only on here just for the first season. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. hate the second season, and I even I haven't even seen the third season. But that first season alone is so freaking good. It is. It, it deserves a spot. I mean, it, like I have it on iTunes. I bought it, and I'll, I'll just rewatch it all the time. <laughs> I'll be like, I, I need to rewatch uh, True Detective, so I'll just restart it. It's only like eight episodes, but it's yeah, it's some of the best television I've ever seen. It's great. It's definitely um, Matthew McConaughey's best thing. Oh, for sure, and yeah, it's for, and it's probably Woody Harrelson's too. Yeah, probably. I, I'm probably good with that too. Uh, and then a show that you mentioned earlier that I just absolutely love is Mindhunter. Uh, I I'm so addicted. I'll like, get I mean, through I, it at some point. You will. I know you will because I know you think it's good, but you're just very. It's, t- it's hard to get you to commit to something. I like can't that. believe I got through all The Witcher. To be honest, I'm surprised too. Yeah, it's just, that, but that, it, that, it kept that. me, man. I liked it. It was it was all Henry Cavill. It, He's not in that great. show. I have no interest. No, yeah, he he definitely holds it all together. But I um, love that character. But yeah, Mindhunter is so good. I, I love serial killer um, kind of true cases, stuff like that, and, and the show. But with but do you Ch- not? But don't you hate Holden? No, I love Holden. I hate him. I mean, I can I can see why you do. Um, but no, <laughs> I liked I, I him at first, Holden. and and by like episode like four, I was like, I don't, I, I'm with the other guy. I don't really like you anymore. No, no, Bill's about, like, Bill's the one, like, Bill's the one that everyone identifies with, but Holden is like, <laughs> Holden's is weird, like, he's, it's hard to explain, but no, I, yeah. I love him. Um, but then other shows that, uh, you haven't mentioned, uh, Game of Thrones, sure, I was tempted sure. to take it off just for that last season alone. The last season alone is so bad, and like, I keep thinking, like, well, if Mark liked The Witcher, he should definitely watch Game of Thrones. I know, like I know. I just, I, I'm telling you, man. I, I just, as anyone, I'm, I'm sure anyone's like, why didn't you have all these shows? It's like, because I don't watch popular TV shows. It's no, like, no. I, again, I don't blame you. But then, like every time, I'm like, oh, I should really have recommend Mark watch it. And then I think, well, eventually he's just gonna get to the like the worst case is you get hooked and then you watch the last season and then you're just <laughs> angry for the rest of your life, like I'm going to be. So. Yeah, um, but that's now, a shame. But I'm, the, I'm already like that with Star that, Wars. Or, I don't know if I could take anymore. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Don't 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 put yourself <laughs> through it. But the the earliest seasons are are, are that good. Um, uh, they it deserves to be on here. And and again, I'll rewatch those. But um, yeah, other shows. Uh, House of Cards. Did I tried not watch. That. Yeah. Didn't couldn't get. I watched like one episode, two episodes. Uh, again, there's a lot of shows I've watched at least the first couple episodes of. I'm sure that's one of them. No, didn't, I, I didn't hook it. me for some reason. I loved it. Uh, David Fincher, again, like anything, any show he's attached to, I'll watch and love, apparently. Uh, did not watch the last season where they tried to continue it after the whole Kevin Spacey fiasco. And apparently it's terrible where Robin Wright becomes president and just like the whole se- season is just her. Like, I do not want to see Robin Wright as president. I'm sorry. No, and, and nobody did. Like any true fan of the show, like as soon as it went toward that direction, it was like even before the whole scandal with Kevin Spacey, everyone was like, okay, this show has already jumped the shark. But the first, like, three seasons are, are phenomenal. Uh, se- uh, third season isn't great. Or, or, no, the first four are good. Third isn't that great, but the first two and then the fourth one are really good. Um, so I still really like it. Um, another show is uh, 
Uh, Chern- well, it's not really a show. It was a, a miniseries that actually came out this year. Uh, Chernobyl. Chernobyl is so freaking... Yeah, I've heard a lot of that. Yeah, you, you need to watch it. It's only like five episodes, and it is, in terms of the accuracy and the acting and the weight of it all, my God, it is, it is unlike anything I've ever, ever seen before. It's, it's right up there with Band of Brothers in terms of best limited series I've ever seen before. It's, mm. it's that good. Um, another show that's really good is uh, Black Sails, which I, did, which I did not expect to like because it was produced by Michael Bay, but it's nothing like Michael Bay. <laughs> uh, he's just a producer. It's actually a show that is a like a prequel to um, Treasure Island, which I didn't, which I didn't realize until like as I was watching the show because it's not like your obnoxious prequel where you know they have to name drop everything and you know like they like they're reliant on all the the existing source material. It's it's a show that like very cleverly leads up to the events of of like Treasure Island and it's, it's really good. But it has like its own identity. Uh, it looks great. Like it, it, like we talked about how there are no movies with like great naval warfare, you know? Right. Right. And, and this show actually has a lot of really good, um, like battles and stuff. It, it was, I think it was on stars. So it actually had production value, you know, whereas like if they try to make it on the CW it would look terrible, um, <laughs> but it's, it's a really good show. Um, and I need to go back and rewatch it, but I liked it a lot. Um, I think there's only four seasons, but they were all really good. And actually had like a good conclusion. Like it was a show that like kind of like stranger things. I like, couldn't go on forever. But unlike Stranger Things, like it knew just to stop. Like, okay, even though we have a good thing going, the story can only go so far. Right. Um, other than that, uh, two shows that were both on the Cinemax channel, which I think you would like. They're both kind of like '80s, kind of like um, Turbo Kid, where they're not '80s nostalgia, but they feel like they they could have been made in the '80s. One of them is a show called Banshee, which is this weird kind of kind of like a modern Western where there's like ex-con gets out of, uh, out of jail. And like, he goes back to like find like, you know, his last like job, his loot and like his partner in crime, who was his girlfriend only to find out that like she betrayed him, got married. It's now like this housewife and he has like nothing left, you know, like you don't even ever really learn his real name. And then like, he goes to a bar and his new sheriff there's like small Pennsylvania town is there and he gets killed and he assumes the identity of the sheriff Hmm. It's actually really interesting. Really, uh, the main guy is um, Homelander from uh, The Boys. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and he kills it. He's so good in the in the show as like the hero. Uh, it's a really violent show, but it's really like fun and over the top. It, I, I I I bet it's kind of like took inspiration from Cobra in terms of like the the kind of <laughs> macho, over the top, masculine uh, character. But it's really good. Um, and then another show on Cinemax, which I think you should definitely see. Uh, it's called Strike Back. Um, it's literally like Call of Duty the show, but it's awesome. It's literally about these two guys who are like Delta Force and X Special Forces, and they're part of this like global, you know, terrorist unit that goes after bad guys. And literally every episode is just them killing a bunch of people and like hooking up with all these like chicks. Like it is the most like ludicrous, like over the top, adrenaline, masculine, like, but still really good characters and really fun. Like. It is a perfect show. Like me and my dad were hooked, and the chemistry between the two like lead guys is great. And again, it's a show that knows exactly what it is. Because um, like literally, I think they kill at least like ten people every episode. <laughs> like it's, it's that type of show, and you would love it. Um, nice. So you should definitely check that out. And then the last show, which is my favorite show of the last decade. This was a tough one, but it is Spartacus. Spartacus. Yeah, I know you like that show. It's so freaking good. It's written and showrun um, by the. Um, Stephen Knight, who did the first season of Daredevil, which is all you should know right there. 
So imagine the first season of Daredevil, but four seasons of a television show. Like right. when I talk, when I talk about the writing, the writing is so good. Even though like because people might be turned off because the dialogue is kind of like Shakespearean and over the top, where you know they kind of talk like what what they would assume like Romans would talk back in the day. So again, it's very kind of Shakespearean sounding, and it, but then you'll have like ridiculous like language thrown in there. So that kind of puts people off. But the writing in terms of like the characters and the story is so good, where like net like. You never question why a character does something. You always understand like what led to their decision or like what led to this certain event. Like everything is spelled out perfectly. Um, the first season is amazing. Andy Whitfield was the main star, and he just he hit it out of the park and was gonna blow up. And then sadly, he got diagnosed with a uh, cancer. And then while he was doing uh, the treatment, they did like a prequel season to give him time, you know, to do the treatment. And the prequel season is only six episodes. Was really good. It's just as good as all the other seasons and unfortunately uh as soon as they finished that season he passed away and they had to recast him and i know a lot of people kind of jump ship that he was recast because like it's it was a situation of, like how to even follow that guy up right and they got and the guy they got to replace him was good um he did a great job and really grew into the role but sadly it was nowhere near as good as andy whitfield but the show was still great uh i absolutely love it i mean it's uh, kind of like turbo kid is over the top violence but there's sure. actually some context to it it's obviously a very mature show but no, I, it's it's my favorite, and I rewatch it all the time. Nice, but yeah, that's that's my list, really. Very nice. I, I if I went down all the shows I've seen, like you, and that I were on this list, we'd be here for even longer. So right, yeah, that would be it. Was like for movies, like I've seen, I don't know, forty five or something movies that came out you're, in twenty nineteen. You you're like starting to catch up to me in terms of like overall. Well, yeah, I've seen a lot this year because I haven't done anything. That's why. Oh, sure. So I've seen a lot of movies. Um, a lot of movies this year and TV shows less than half of that for the entire 10 years. Um, That's fine. But of course, but, but like, again, we were only doing shows that started in this decade. So there's a bunch of other shows like Smallville. I watched all the way through. I watched all of how I met your mother. Like there's other shows. Psych is one of my favorite shows of all time, but then that ended this decade. So, a lot of that. There's there's yeah. other shows that I've watched. Just those only ones from this this decade. Yeah, we try to keep it to just this you know last decade. Cause Except for Community, because it's close enough. Um, yeah, I mean I'll allow it. Yeah. 2009. Um, all right. Well, that does it for this part of the episode. And so that'll do it for part one. And in the next part, we're talking Batman the Animated Series. Four episodes. Got Batman in my basement, Heart of Ice, and the two episodes of Cat and the Claw. So all you gotta do, just click right on over to part two. And we will talk Batman, the animated series.